Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. No matter your job title, no matter your position today, it's all about bringing glory and praise to Jesus. And we want to encourage you in Christ. We want to get you pumped up to serve Jesus. And so to do that, we have on people who share their story and how they're serving Jesus in their position. And today we're talking with Jackie Stober. She's talking to us from New York. So how's it going, Jackie? Hey, it's so good to see you. Thanks for having me. It's so cold in New York. You're you're probably the sunshine is shining where you are. It's so good to see you. You're all bundled up. How cold is it today? Uh, it's actually pretty warm today. It's like 35. It's been mm. like 12 degrees, but you know, yeah, just got home. It's still cold, but it's been so long since. Oh my goodness, since I've seen you. Uh, yes. So for whoever's listening, Jackie and I met about 13 years ago. We were trying to do the math before but we were in dare and some people who are listening to this and are younger don't have no idea what we're talking about. Dare drugs, abuse, resistance, education, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we went to Washington and represented our States and that was so much fun. We went to Quantico. Yes. We went to go, we went to their range. We, We had like lectures and we just, we thought we were like 17 year olds just doing DC. And it was like a really cool, experience to meet a lot of different people from around the country and meeting you. Yeah. Meeting you. Yeah. And we really hit it off. You have a brother and a sister. Yep. Yep. So the three of us were, we're triplets and we all went together and we're all kind of spread out now. My brother lives in Hawaii. He's in the Coast Guard. My sister is in Connecticut, but we're still all pretty close. Yeah. And your sister just got married too. So you just got married and she just got married, right? Yes. It was a very eventful 2021, 2020. Wild. For triplets, we have to do everything at the same time. I mean, seriously. Okay. So were you guys scheduled to get married in 2020 or how did that work with the pandemic and y'all's weddings? Yeah. So Jessica was supposed to get married in 2020 and then she did get married, but then she had her whole thing a year later. Okay. Um, I never had to postpone my wedding, got engaged in August and then we got married in June. So I was lucky. So congrats. Huge congrats. It's so exciting. Yay. Married. Married. And living in New York. So the same city that you've been in for a little while, right? Yeah. I live, we live out in like a very country suburb, um, somewhere between the city and out East in the Hamptons. And it's just like a little, there's like a farm up the road. So it's very quiet, clean town, but we love it. Yeah. So I'm so thrilled to ask you about what you do because you have such a great personality and you have so much energy into what you're doing. Just from knowing you 13 years ago, we really hit it off and just, you know, doing dare stuff. So for our state. And so now following you 13 years later, you're a special education teacher to elementary school age students. So eight years old to 11 years old, that's who you're teaching to. So tell us a little bit about what you do, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. Um, So like you said, I work with eight to 11 year olds. Uh, They have severe and multiple disabilities. They are my little superheroes. I usually have eight students and I work with four additional paraprofessionals who who are my angels and I cannot run my room without. 
I am biased, but I think they have the best personalities. They are super funny. They teach you so much about life every day and really teach you to have a good sense of humor. And I don't know, every single one of them has left like an indelible impression on my heart. My kids vary in needs. So some of them are super, super verbal and some are nonverbal and they communicate via communication device or um, American Sign Language. Some kids were working on behaviors. They have a difficult time expressing themselves and so they react through behavior. We have kids who are super, super bright and struggle to speak. Just like there's every kid is just so unique and and individual and you kind of can't like give one explanation of who they are. But um, kind of in a nutshell, that's we work on academic skills, reading, writing and math, just like your your children would in their typical class. We are in a public school. We we're not in a special school. and we also work on functional life skills. Some students are still learning to toilet at eight, at eight years old, and they're just they're the best. It's I've I've taught a couple of different things, but this is definitely they're my kids. Wow, the diversity in your classroom—people who are learning sign language—that's incredible. Do you know sign language? Very few signs. Hurry, because sometimes we are <laughs> we're not focused and we're moving so slow. Hurry. Bathroom. Hurry. Okay. More bathroom. Okay. So for, you know, we're just doing audio here. <laughs> the bathroom symbol is a fist up saying, Hey, come on. I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know where that exit came from, but the point of everything is that, you know, you're using your position to broadcast God's love. And from that, you know, the reason why you're doing that is because you love Jesus. And I just think it's really interesting that you said, it's amazing what my students teach me. And I would love for you to talk a little bit more about that because, you know, as your students are teaching you, it sounds like you're learning something. And I just want to know why you have that perspective of they're teaching you while you're teaching them, if that makes sense. Right, right. No, absolutely. I mean, so I've been teaching for about 10 years and I have had many different students. I actually get to keep many of my students three years in a row. So I get to know them very, very well. And I think I've come to realize if like you want to spend like more time with Jesus, spend some time with a student who has a disability. I mean, I can't tell you how many kids, I mean, not verbal children, they somehow always, always bring it back to God. Like I'm thinking of one particular student who was brilliant he very much so struggled to speak, but he could sing. And so his mom went to church with him on Sunday. He'd come in on Monday and he'd be singing his his hymns were his favorite. Um, Ave Maria was his favorite and he worked on that for three years. But like, it's just being with them. It's, it teaches you to have grace, patience, humility, um, and they can do that without a word. They can do it with lots of words. And you just, you just have to kind of take a step back from your life and kind of just look at the bigger picture. And I don't know, I just feel like I learned something from them every day. I would love to know more about that student that you just mentioned about him singing. He has a beautiful voice. I mean, it was either he was singing something from church or he was a big Dolly Parton fan. Dolly was his lady when I think when I had him, the first year I had him, uh, Dolly Parton, yeah. for those of you who love Dolly, yeah. put out 
her movie, one of the songs was Circle of Love. Yeah. And he sang that every day. And he'd be like, Circle of Love. I'm not going to sing. Yeah. Halo of Life. When Jesus was born on that Christmas night. And he'd go on every day. He'd sing the song. And he like, he would, t- he would cry. He felt you could just like see his passion through, yeah. through song. And so it's incredible when someone so bright mm-hmm. has such a difficult time expressing his needs and his wants, but you put it to a song. It's yeah. just, that was his key. Like it's a big puzzle. And that was his, the part that worked for him. Yeah. I think we forget in our days that God has called us to do something really special. Like he's called us to do something really cool for him. And when I hear a story like that about him singing and that he would cry, I just know for whoever's listening, there's something out there that you do that when you do it, you know, God is using you and you know that you're bringing him glory when you do that, you know, and I just want to encourage you to not forget what God put in your heart. You know, don't forget you have a voice or you have a thought or whatever it is, that good thing to do it for Jesus. And I just love that story. Thank you for sharing that with us. We as people are just so busy and we're looking on to the next thing and how much can we gain? How much can we grow? And we like really focus on small victories in the classroom. So something that we could be working on for, for a year, whether it's like like I'm not tying your shoes on a great example, but just maybe using a scissor the right way. Like we could, that might come easy to someone else, but for them, it's a challenge and just the celebrating those small victories in your life. And like you said, just paying attention to like what God has, is calling you to do. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, I never wanted to be a teacher. Really? I never, I was not the kid who grew up saying, I'm going to be a teacher when I grow up, mommy. I, I didn't want to do it. I, I went to college and I met with some admissions person. I thought I wanted, I knew I wanted to help people, but I thought maybe a guidance counselor, I wasn't really sure. And I had someone kind of steer me in this direction. Like, why don't you take uh, these education classes? It'll open a couple of doors for you. Mm -hmm. And I started my student teaching and I was in a first grade, blessed the first grade teachers, 30 first graders in a class. I could not do it. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I I want to be a teacher. And then I ended up working, um, doing my second placement at a residential school. So it's just students with special needs. They're five to 21 years old. They are living in dorms there as well. Their, their needs are a little bit more significant than a public school could offer. And I just, I went in the first day and I just loved it. I was like, these are my kids. Like they were 17, but I just, I knew that that is where I, I needed to be. And yeah. so like, you just kind of, like you said, you have to listen. Cause I was like, I'm never going to be a teacher. Yeah. That's not me. And you just kind of like find your niche. Yeah. It's always the stuff where we say, we're never going to do that. You know, that's what ends up happening. There is a message if you're, if you're listening and you're open to like, using your gifts for, for good. I mean, there's something that we all, and I say this to the kids all the time, like, and I say this to parents because really the the parents of these children are, they're incredible. I, I, I have no words sometimes like they, they live with their children every day and they, they do the best they can. And a lot of the times they feel frustrated and they feel like, is my child ever going to, and I always try to remind them, like everyone has a gift. So like for the one student I spoke about, his gift was to sing and to share his music. And so like on the simplest level with 
children who have the most intense needs, mm-hmm. everyone has a gift and you're just willing to recognize and share it for good. Yeah, that's really good. Thank you for sharing that. And you know, Jackie, you know, you've been so sweet to follow the podcast for, I think since the beginning, you've been so kind to do that. And I really appreciate it. So, you know, that I'm going to ask you what Bible verse is helping you in this season. Okay. Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Mm. And I feel like just the time, the, the times we've been in the last two years in the world. And there's a lot of, I mean, I've experienced a lot of anxiety and, and, and fear. And when I stop myself and I don't get caught up in it and I think about like God and like the, with him, I, we can get through anything. And so that kind of just makes me take a step back and just feel at peace instead of getting caught up in the everyday anxieties and turmoils. You know, the world wants us to be so caught up in everything, so caught up in the chaos. But if we just focus on Jesus, if we just look up and take a breath, it's crazy how he changes the atmosphere, you know, in our hearts. Right. So, but I've just really appreciated talking to you. And there's one last question I want to ask you on your Instagram. It says, live simply, be happy. And I want to know why, why did you write that? Because why not? Yeah. I, like we get caught up in so much stuff and it's like, you cut out the noise. You just try and be simple and you're just happier that way. Cause you're let your life will be less complicated. Right. But what about iPhones and social media? I know. I know. It's you get sucked. You get sucked in. I get sucked in. Yeah. But I think like kind of too, like in, in my room, in my classroom, like we're every, we try to keep it. We speak in first then language. Like first we do this, then we do that. And if you kind of like life is not that simple, mm-hmm. but if you try and take like the two main things that you're, you're trying to accomplish and you kind of cut things out, I feel like if I keep saying, live simp, be happy, live simply, like, I don't know, maybe I will. Maybe I am. <laughs> I'm a really fast runner. I'm a really fast runner. I'm <laughs> maybe I will be. I maybe I can run. I will put my shoes on and run. Exactly. Maybe I'll exercise. I don't know. I no, I love it. it re- that's good. I love that. So thank you, Jackie, so much for your time. And at the end of every podcast, we always pray. Lord, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet 
at laureloakin.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs> <laughs>